You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. My first baby was seven months old. He was up for two hours in the middle of the night, and we had no idea why. And I said, Joe, I found it. I think I know what it is. And he was like, okay, give it to me. And I said, I think it's the seven month regression. And he looked at me dumbfounded. He was like, Andrea, you say it's the X month regression every single month. That can't possibly be true. I I just remember his eyes just being like, I'm trying to trust you here, honey. I really am. But there can't possibly be a regression every single month. There must be something missing. Um, (laughs) And he was right. There was something missing. We actually, um, as I've talked before, our baby needed a lot less sleep than we were giving him. Once we finally figured that out, gave him shorter naps, he finally slept through the night. So is there a regression every month? No. Are there lots of regressions? Yes. And today I want to talk about the most prominent regressions and why they happen because I think that's just so good to know if you've been through it and it kind of gives you some validation or if you're going to get to them so you know what to expect, but also so that we stop vilifying them because I know a lot of people reach out like, I'm so scared of the four month regression. And it's like, no, no, you don't need to approach it with fear. You need to approach it with tools and be ready for it and just know that it's part of life not something to fear. Okay, so the first, the very first regression that we encounter is actually day two or day three because that first night, mom just gives birth, baby just snuggles up next to mom and they sleep so much and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm such a good sleeper. But then the second night, they're like, mm, I need some milk. And babies tend to cluster feed all night, want to be up all night, very confused all night. And second or third baby night are can be really hard. But obviously that's not much of a regression but it does feel like one. A second type of regression happens both around two weeks and six weeks. And these are generally growth spurts. And these generally are characterized by baby wanting to eat a lot more for one to three nights or one to three days. Um, Really interesting because with my first kiddo, he would just, he just like nursed all night, all night, like every hour uh, for both of these growth spurts and my second kiddo did too and my third kiddo just didn't go through it I was like prep for it I was like okay we're turning two weeks old I know a growth spurt is coming we're gonna be up all night chose my tv show and she was not up all night now my sister's kids their growth spurts were different she has sleepers so they didn't wake up at night but during the day for three days they wanted to eat every hour on the hour so I don't know what's better I think I kind of Mm, I, I think I prefer my way just because you get it one over and done but so there's three different types right they're up all night <laughs> hour on the hour nursing second one is a few more days but just during the day not 24 hours straight and the third one is they just don't go through it my third kiddo just never had a growth spurt like that and maybe it was a little gift from God since my first two were so rough but anyway those are the first three regressions that I very commonly see with newborns and then the thir- the next regression I see, it's a three-month regression. And a lot of people think this is kind of maybe the early four-month regression peaking in. And so people treat it like the four-month regression, but it is not that. What the third-month regression usually is, is just baby kind of figuring out that they're a, a human being outside of mom. And they're more aware of the world. And they're <laughs> looking at the light. And they're starting to have some more melatonin. 
and starting to rely on their own systems for sleep. And so things change. So for two to three weeks, we see them fighting naps out of nowhere, fighting bedtime out of nowhere. We don't usually see a lot of wake-ups. If you're seeing a lot of wake-ups at three months, it's mostly because they're not getting their naps right or they're overtired or whatever. But that's not part of the regression per se. The regression itself is them not wanting to fall asleep. So what we do at this point, we make sure they're in a dark place, make sure we have a good, we're starting good nap routines, starting good bedtime routines. But sometimes you could be doing everything right and still for two to three weeks, three month old baby is just too enamored with the world to want to sleep. And then it kind of goes away. Now the big boy, <laughs> the one everyone talks about, that's the four month sleep regression. And that one is kind of special. I'm going to have a whole episode just on this regression very soon. But essentially what happens is their sleep changes. It's no longer newborn-esque. It's more adult-like. Newborns just kind of sleep and wake up and they're hungry or uncomfortable. Babies actually go through sleep cycles. And so they wake up every time their sleep cycle ends and they look for their how they fell asleep. And so if a baby's used to being nursed to sleep, then they're looking for that every two to three hours. And that's when people are like, oh my gosh, what happened? We were sleeping 10 hours and now we're up every two to three hours. Usually the fix to this is a lot of schedule work, a lot of environment work, and sometimes, if necessary, actual sleep training, actually teaching baby to fall asleep by themselves. So when their sleep cycle ends, they know how to fall asleep by themselves. I am talking very fast, so hope you can catch up. I think you can like slow me down if you need to on the podcast that you're listening to me on. But anyways, the next few sleep regressions, six months, eight months, and ten months, all have to do with scheduling. Usually I see these happen when mom didn't or dad didn't realize that baby needs less sleep, but they need one less nap or something like that happens. But also at the same time, they usually happen around when they're hitting milestones. You know, six months, they're sitting up. Eight months, they're starting to pull up or crawl. Ten months, they're starting to cruise. So all of these things can get in the way of baby. And so we see some speed bumps around these times. The next one that is kind of harder to deal with is the 12-month regression because around 12 months, we see a developmental change in baby. You know, you really do see that your baby turns from this little cherub and they're turning into a cute little, very determined, very willing to test boundaries, kind of almost toddler. So that transfers into night sleep, that transfers into bedtime. They're fighting a lot more to sleep. They want what they want and separation anxiety kind of peaks through this time. And so we do see, I do see a lot of kids around 12 months. 15 months is not one I usually hear about. I don't, I don't see a lot. You know, I, I've researched this one a lot, but not a lot of people talk about it. I don't know why, because I would say a majority of my toddler clients are 15 months. Uh, I really do see a lot of 15 month olds. I almost didn't have a third baby because I was so scared of 15 months. But it is usually a regression to do with a lot of things coming together at the same time. We have the canines coming in. We have verbal milestones. We have separation anxiety again. We have gross motor skills. It's just a lot going on and it keeps baby from falling asleep or wakes them up really early, which messes with the naps, which messes with bedtime. So 15 months, one of my least favorite months for sleep for babies. Also, one of my favorite months for sleep, for not sleep stuff, because they're becoming such little people that are so fun. Around 18 months, we have another sleep regression that's very similar to the 15-month regression. This one, you know, they're fighting a lot. They're having growth spurt. They're having separation anxiety, more teeth, more verbal milestones. We're connecting words. 
we're just exploding with knowledge and it is very hard to fall asleep. So this one, I see a lot of 18 month. Okay, interesting. I see a lot of 15 month old boys and a lot of 18 month old girls. This is just my own data. I see about, you know, five to 15. No, I don't. I, it just depends on the week. But between that amount of people on in a week, and usually the bulk of them are 15 month old boys or actually five month old boys, but that's just because they're getting out of the four-month regression and they haven't figured things out and naps are crazy. But lots of 18-month-old girls. My own experience with an 18-month-old girl was a pretty, pretty abysmal month of no sleep. But she came out of it talking in sentences and it was so, so cool to see. Now, the last regression I want to talk about in here is 21 months to 25 People, you only really talk about the two-year regression, but especially this year, for whatever reason, I saw a lot of 21-month-olds, boys and girls. Um, I really don't know what it is because the years before, I didn't see that many 21-month-olds, but this year, almost all my clients between like October and now have been 21-month-olds who are fighting sleep intensely, fighting naps, just going through a lot. And again, it's usually tied to developmental skills and also just needing a change in their schedule. And so I like these consults because I just work with them for a week and boom, bam, we figured out what it is. You're back to sleep. But it's just a rough time because it, it just changes so quickly. So to summarize, I think the hardest regressions are one to four month, two, the six month and the 15 month. There are regressions past two years, but I wanted to keep this podcast just short and about baby sleep, not necessarily toddler, but I do want to invite you if you have ideas for podcasts that you would love to listen to. I have my own list, but I do want to make it make sure that it's stuff you guys like. Be sure to send us a comment, just babysleepanswers.com slash or whatever. Yeah, slash contact or go on my Instagram. Just look for me, babysleepanswers. Or email me, Andrea at babysleepanswers.com. Uh, yeah, there's so many ways for you to get in touch. Just let us know what you would like to know more about. We're always here. And go to babysleepanswers.com slash podcast for freebies and anything else you might ever need in the world of sleep. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. And I hope you have a great night of sleep. I actually had a great night of sleep. I have to brag about this. All three of my kids slept through the night. Actually, well... My four-year-old woke up at 5.30, but then Joe told him to close his mouth and try breathing through his nose and he went back to sleep. So uh, we had an excellent night of sleep. Probably why I'm talking so fast. Alrighty. So excited to hear from y'all. Bye.